You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolize Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as this team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! What is up, everybody? The Buffalo Sabres have beaten both teams that appeared in last year's Stanley Cup Final by the same score, the Montreal Canadiens and Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, last place says who? We're predict- Buffalo Sabres predict to finish in dead last this season. This team is unbelievable to watch. Yeah, they might not be the most talented. They may not have elite elite goal scoring or playmaking ability. But you know what they do? They grind out games. They grind out points. Like, granted, the second period looked atrocious. Only they got their first shot of the period until, like, I don't know, halfway through. But, like, right around the six-minute point of the second period, uh, Jeff Skinner had a really good opportunity. And, you know, I don't know what, like, from that point forward – Momentum began to shift, and Buffalo just had Tampa on their heels the entire game. I, I can't stress enough. I've said this before. I'll keep saying it. In the neutral zone, they are dominating. They are having their zone entries are are clean for the most part, especially there in the third period. All game, even in the second when they were struggling on their heels, they're creating turnovers on the boards. They're playing physical behind the net on the boards, and they're winning the battles in front of their own. I think that's the one thing that sticks out the most is the fact that it's just no longer a free-for-all for the opposing team in front of our net. Like, players are players are taking the body, tying up sticks, giving our goaltenders a free uh, free lanes of view. Um, you know, and let's just talk about Craig Anderson. Craig freaking Anderson. Vesna season, hashtag Vesna season for Craig Anderson because that guy is absolutely standing on his head. And you want to know what? I got something here. Come here, Dom. Come on. Come on. Woo! Yeah, buddy. What's up? Come on, tree. Come on, tree. Come on, tree. Yeah. There you go. He doesn't want to catch it. He's not like Craig Anderson tonight. Craig Anderson's gobbling those pucks up, gobbling those biscuits up all night long. And I absolutely love it. I mean, that is just fun hockey to watch. Win or lose, that team is just fun to watch. Uh, Victor Olofsson with two goals tonight. And you want to watch? That guy, that guy is honestly outside of Downing one of the more improved players in this team. His five-on-five five has been a lot better. A lot better. Like, I don't know the analytics per se, but, like, watching him five-on-five, five, he hasn't been a turnover machine, and he's still creating chances. Um, I believe both his goals today were five-on-five. Five. Granted, one was an empty netter. But still, um, this team is keeping it simple. They're shooting intentionally for rebounds. That goal by Olsen, that was an intentional shot by Tage Thompson on a bad angle, knowing that he had Victor Olsen driving to the net. That's like a smart hockey play. Those are things you did not see this team do last season. And it's just such a breath of fresh air, man. I, I, I just, I'm so excited to finally watch a team that cares and is going to grind every night. Isn't just there because they're getting paid. You know, it's just, it's fun to watch. And, 
I'm just, I'm super excited. The Leafs lost again. Who isn't happy about that? Oh, God, man. I can't wait to watch uh, uh, Steve Tangle's LFR video tonight because he's probably going to lose his mind again, especially when David Ayers was running the siren pregame. That probably drove Toronto fans nuts in Carolina. You love to see it. But, you know, I'll just get a few of your comments here. Let's go, Buffalo Mateo. Absolutely. freaking lootly. Best, best kind, Dwayne. Best kind. Love it. Uh, this team just works. And, yeah, that was Dom the dog. I love it. So, I, like, it's so refreshing to not come on here and talk to you about negative thing after 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 negative thing. It's just so refreshing that it just so goes to show you how much a coach means. A good coach. This guy has a great resume before he ever was behind a Buffalo Sabres bench. Um, I remember when Ralph Kruger was first fired, Dave Starman from NHL Network, another lot with college hockey. He messaged me personally and said, listen, like Donnie Granado is an unbelievable coach and you guys will not regret hiring him. He already knew. That guy knew that Donnie was the guy for the job. And who's to say that he isn't, man? Like I know we've had great starts before. We've gone 10-0 before with previous coaches, but this just looks like a different team. I, 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 I think back to the days of Ted Nolan in the late 90s, even the tank team. Now, granted, like, I know people have their opinions on Ted Nolan, 100%, maybe rightfully so. You know, he was claimed he wasn't an X as those guys didn't run a system. I, I mean, I, to me, it's debatable. But you want to know what the players did do for Ted Nolan? The players skated through a wall for Ted Nolan. He was a motivator. He got the most out of mediocrity. And that is exactly what Don Granado is doing right now. He's getting the most out of mediocrity, if that's what you want to call it. I think some of these players are earning themselves contracts for next season, whether it's not for Buffalo with some other team. So I just, I'm so like over the moon, just excited with the, with the style of hockey that's playing, this brand of hockey, this no nonsense. We're going to hit you hard. We're going to hit you along the boards. We're going to create turnovers. We're going to possess the puck, you know, and we're not going to beat you on talent, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to put the, uh, the next to the grindstone, whatever. And we're going to grind out points. This team is going to grind out, honestly. And I, this isn't meant to be said in a bad way. This team is going to grind out a lot of loser points this season because they're going to be able to take things to the final buzzer, tie it up. Maybe, maybe like, have third periods, much like the second period where you're on your heels a lot, but maybe you get a great performance from, from Anderson and he, he keeps you in there to at least get that one loser point. Maybe you do lose an overtime or a shootout, but you want to know what they're going to grind those games out. And I just, I I'm so over the moon with how this team has played. And I just, I, I can't stress it enough, man. This is so such a fun brand of hockey to watch. And uh, I just, I, I, I like, I, I, yeah, you see it in the comments here. Like, you guys are just as excited as I am. Um, remember, too, we don't have Casey Middlestat, who, in my opinion, is your probably your best center. He is your number one center right now. And you add that guy back to this lineup, you bring back Yoki Harju to play with Dali. You know those two have some pretty good chemistry together. You're adding two really good pieces back to this lineup. I'm not going to sit here and say this is a playoff team or they're going to contend or come close to a playoff position. But you want to know what? It's going to be refreshing to not constantly look at the standings and wonder if we're close to last place. Are we going to be a lottery team? You know, are we going to be the have the best chances to win the lottery? Like, yeah, I want Shane Wright. Don't get me wrong. Like, who doesn't want that kid? That kid's going to be an absolute stud. Stud. Bernard next year, stud. But you want to know what? I'm happy to watch exciting hockey. If this is the type of play we're getting 
from this team under this coach, under this staff. Like I'm not, like his staff too is doing a phenomenal job. Like I'm all in. I am all in. Let's go. Like whatever. Who cares about you know winning the lottery? I mean, yeah, it'd be nice, but I I'm just enjoying for once just watching fun hockey. Are you? Woo! Let's go. Like I just man, like. It's nice to not feel ashamed to have to wear your saber stuff in public because it's like, oh, wow, yeah, they suck. I mean, right now, though, man, they're an absolute wagon. And you see all these teams. I mean, dude, that was the defending Stanley Cup champions. Like, I just, uh, I just, I'm so over the moon. And you, you, you beat Montreal, granted, they were carry priceless and no Shea Weber. But still, they played in the finals last season. That was a good hockey team. You, ha- you, you just beat the Tampa Bay Lightning a team that won the Stanley Cup, back-to-back defending Stanley Cup champions. They were considered the front-runner this season to repeat and be a three-peat. I'm just – I'm over the moon, guys, and I'm sure you guys all are too. Who isn't surprised by this hockey team? I mean, it, it's just been so much fun to watch. I, I, I That's the one word that I keep using, fun. Fun. Hockey is fun again in Buffalo, New York. Thanks – to Don Granado. And I'm going to give credit where credit is due with these guys that we couldn't stand last season. Kyle Ocposo is really earning, I'm not going to say earning his $6 million contract, but you want to know what? He's going out there and doing his best as a leader. He's doing the best with the minutes he's being given, and he's not hurting this team this year. He's not. That in itself has been just extremely refreshing to see that I don't have to yell at Ocposo every single game. Um, I just, I'm, I'm so over the moon. You just have to appreciate that they just keep working. Even the losses, they didn't give up. Exactly. They just, that's why this is enjoyable. And us as fans, I mean, one of my biggest points of contention over the last five years was, it was like the team, and not every single player, but the team as a whole, a good majority of these players, didn't realize or didn't appreciate how much this team means to this city, means to me and you. And this team, it just seems like they realize it. And even though they're playing in front of like barely a 50% crowd, they realize they're not, they're not holding it against us. I think they understand why that place isn't full every single game. And they understand that they have to earn our respect that they have to earn our money back. They have to earn our time back because honestly, this organization has wasted it for close to a decade, but they're out there and they're doing it. They're doing their best because they know how much this matters to us. It matters to us. And I'm just over absolutely over the moon. It's just so much fun to watch. Um, I've always been a huge Craig Anderson fan uh, back to when uh, his days in Ottawa, especially when he was in that playoff run with Ottawa and his wife was battling cancer. Uh, Nicole, I was big on that, man. I was, I, I was really pumping Ottawa's tires. I was hoping they were going to get through this. I forget who they played in this, uh, in the conference finals. Uh, I think they came a game short, but you know, it was just so much fun to watch. And uh, he's such a good guy. Um, his technique is damn near flawless. And for 40, was it 40 years old, 41 years old, the guy's playing like a Vesna contender right now. I'm not going to sit here and say Craig Anderson for Vesna, but if he plays like this all season, I mean, he's in the conversation. I, I can't believe I'm saying that in, with less than 10 games into the season, but like, I mean, I don't know if it's sustainable, but the guy is playing on his head for this team and his team is playing their asses off in front of him. They're not giving up second chances below the dots. They're, they're keeping lanes open so he can see the puck. Yeah. He's going to have to pull a, pull a save out of his ass here and there. We've seen it tonight. You know, he's doing that, and you know what? This team is making things easier. You saw this team stick up from Gergensen the second he got pushed over by Colton. You know, who's 
Colton pushing over an AARP member. What an asshole. And, and, and Gergensen's right there in his face. This team sticks up for each other. Robert Hag, big surprise. The guy who came back in the wrist alignment deal. He looks worlds better than wrist alignment. Give me that guy every single night for 12 minutes. I'm all on board for sure. I, I mean, I'm, I know he played against uh, the top line, uh, the top, uh, top pair uh, line of uh, Stamkos today. But still, like, that's a guy you're going to get 12, 15 minutes from a night. And if he's going to play like that, then how can you be upset about that? Like, <laughs> unbelievable, guys. I'm just, again, I'm over the moon, extremely happy with the effort since the start of the season. There hasn't been a single game where I've looked at it and be like, you know what, man, they just got outplayed from start to finish. That has not happened yet. And last season, it, it was like a nightly basis. It looks like they weren't prepared from puck drop. You know, they were making stupid mental errors left and right. They weren't keeping it simple up the, high and up the boards when you're in trouble. You know, you know, fine. Like, I, I think they, uh, you know, you're, you, you know, I think, uh, I forget how they, uh, uh, yeah, quiet places. They're sending puck to quiet places when they're in trouble. They're not trying to force pucks through traffic that don't have a chance. And another thing, too, is like I said earlier when I started this, they are offensively, they're making high IQ plays. You see guys like Tage Thompson who use their body. Kajula on his breakaway today, you know, shot out of a cannon, but he had a guy on him. He was using his shoulder, using his size and his body to protect the puck. And, and I think that ends up being the game-winning goal. I think it was a second goal, you know, uh, right, to, right at the end of the second period too, which is huge for momentum for any team. It hurts the other team because they give up a late goal going into the third period. And you're just coming out with a lot of swagger into that third period, which Buffalo did. Buffalo dominated that third period, 100%. Like, absolutely dominated that period. They had Tampa Bay on their heels. Just a fun game to watch. I, I get it. I know it wasn't Vasilevsky, but Brian Elliott's owned this team for freaking 10 years. He's 17. Before tonight, he was 17-3-2. and um, And now uh, Craig Anderson records his 12th win versus Tampa Bay in his career. So, guys, I'm just through the roof. Excited about this team. Um, I can't wait for the next game. I, I'm I'm like ready to let's fucking go. Um, you know, I'll leave it at that. Um, I'm sure there's more to go over. Uh, you know, the, the play the play of the you know, guys like Roostalainen and Asplin tonight, Tage Thompson had a couple points. Uh Darlene, he's every single game he's looking more and more like the defense when we drafted. Am I right or am I wrong? Like he like he pulls move. He pulls moves out of his ass. You know, going through going through the middle of the ice and makes guys miss and just creates play. And if you give him space, if teams start to give that guy space, he's really going to make you pay for it. And like I said, we still don't have Casey Middlestat back or Henry Yoki Haru, which is just going to make this team better. And I, I'm sure they're biting at the bit or whatever the saying is up in the press box. Just cannot wait to get back in this lineup to join this team and work as hard as they do every single night. So guys. Remember, this is brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Uh, make sure you get over there uh, for all your uh, alcohol needs, for any Bills or Sabres games. Again, I say this every time before I go over to my buddy Greg Dazer's house for a Bills or Sabres game. I stop there on the way, pick up, pick up a case of beer or a bottle, a bottle of liquor, whatever, whatever we're feeling that feeling that night, and uh, we we uh, we have a good time. So uh, remember, uh, Outlet Liquor, uh, the place to buy a case. Don't haste, buy a case. Um, and you know what? I'll hang up and listen and let's go Sabres. Hey everybody, this is Dwayne from two goalies, one Mike here to remind you that after you get done listening to the episode, which I hope you loved it and I hope you enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe to us on Apple podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you are using Apple podcasts, 
do me a favor. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review. And of course, write us a review. It goes a long way in getting us noticed and getting us some kind of recognition in this world of podcasting. It goes such a long way. And obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, at two goalies, one mic, hammer that subscribe button, leave us some comments, show us some love with some likes. Again, it goes a long way and we really appreciate your love and support to those of you who have been with us since episode one. Thanks for sticking with us for this long. For those of you who are jumping on the bandwagon right now, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. We have a season of guests that are going to blow you away. Uh, This year for hockey is going to be big with them going to ESPN, TNT. We've already seen how great it's been just you know, they just got done with the first two nights of this season. It's been phenomenal. We get Gretzky back, Gretzky and Barkley. It's it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. So we are going to have so much to talk about this year. Thanks for hopping on with us. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we will talk to you soon. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.